Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What of America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from sunny Southern California, but brought to you by one of our favorite cities, the home to the NFL draft, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Uh, we got breaking news, as you heard from Dan Beyer, uh, Devin Booker out games three and four. Rex Walters, of course, played in the NBA, a head coach in college, a great player in his own right, two different schools in college, and ending up landing at, at Kansas after Northwestern. He'll be our guest uh, in the bottom half of the hour. We'll get to the NBA and how is this a Chris Paul thing? Like, you know, whether it's Chris Paul or his teammates, somebody always gets hurt, or is this kind of par for the NBA course? We'll, 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 we'll get to all of that. Uh, but let's start with the NFL news of the day because we did see on some level a portion of this coming. Debo Samuel is a super talented hybrid player. He's valuable. He's useful. I've told people, and I don't know if you guys agree, feel free to, not not to, you know, that the 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 thing about the Niners is, you know, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, um, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. They have five football players who are elite. They have other, I mean, Robbie Gould's a hell of a kicker, and he has been so since, I mean, go back to the Bears days. But you got five dudes that are like, man, those guys are dudes, right? 
news. And they've been trying to figure out the quarterback position as Jimmy G just hasn't been healthy and maybe isn't good enough to win the whole thing. They moved mountains to get Trey Lance, and now they're trying to figure out how do they use Trey Lance, how do they – I've had people tell me who've seen him work in Southern California this offseason. He is not close to ready, and there's maybe some limits there in terms of his ceiling because of his – uh, his throwing motion and the underneath stuff, which is really where your bread is buttered in, in the NFL. But but we'll see. Kyle is as good as anybody at using the guys he has and finding a creative way to make them successful. But we saw some of this brewing in that Debo Samuel put out on, I think it was Instagram, you know, that the conversation should start with start at 25 and then we'll have the conversation, meaning 25 million. Of course, then there was the the announcement of a, he wouldn't participate in uh, voluntary activities. We saw that with AJ Brown. We see it with uh, we see it with uh, Terry McLaurin as well. And of course, this on the back of several several big contracts being ha- handed out to talented wide receivers. Jeff Darlington today reported, I just spoke with Debo Samuel. He told me that he asked the 49ers organization to trade him. He did not want to discuss specific reasons behind his request, but he has indeed let the 49ers know his desire to leave the organization. Ian Rappaport, money is not at the root of the issue for Debo Samuel. Otherwise, that could be fixed with a big offer, but there are other issues on how he's used. The 49ers, this from Ian Rappaport, have been looking to make offers for a long-term deal with Debo Samuel, but he's unwilling to engage. This is why. It's unclear where this goes from here. But Samuel wanting out is the latest big-time wide rece- big-name wide receiver drama. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Discover Card. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Uh, first, I don't believe for a second that it's not at the core about its money, right? Debo Samuel, if he doesn't like his role, <laughs> like, what? I mean, here's Kyle Shanahan just finds new and creative ways to use him. Debo wants wide receiver money, and he would love to just stay out there wide where you can't get hurt. The problem is that's where he's not actually at his best. And I'm guessing if you blew away the market and you said, hey, we're going to pay you top of the market money as a wide receiver, not as a running back, that he'd be willing to listen. Yeah, I'll sacrifice my body some being a running back, but hey, I'm doing it for the team, and I'm doing it for the cash. I think Debo Samuel looks quite foolish in this. He's a tremendous football player. This in no way is an indictment of what he brings to the Niners. But I don't believe that he has a great feel or understanding for just how good the guy who uses him is. And this is simply a keeping up with the Joneses, everybody's getting paid sort of moment. Here's the kicker. Debo Samuel is not a free agent. Next year, he'd be a free agent. And of course, they could franchise tag him. They could do that for two years and then transition tag him in the third year. So technically, he could be, without even wanting to, be uh, under club control of the 49ers for four seasons. Four. Now, those last three would be individually guaranteed year, years with a lot of money attached to them. And this, but, but this year is the first time he's making real money in the NFL, and the Niners don't have to trade him and don't have to give him a new contract. They don't have to do anything. They, they, they just don't. So what is your leverage? Your leverage is, I don't want to play there anymore. Okay. And thank you for telling us before the NFL draft, because by telling us before the NFL draft, we know we can try and address the problem. We can see what's out there on the market. If not, we can find your replacement and work with him and leverage you that way. Let's see if you don't want to play. It's fine. We'll have, we have other guys. It's, it's quite okay. We're okay not paying you. We're okay not playing you. Of course you're better than the guy who you have, who, who we replaced you with, because you're more experienced and because, frankly, you're just a better fit. But are you $25 million better? And the answer I don't believe anybody would say is no. 
Uh, I, I don't I don't believe anybody would say yes. I think everybody would say no. So I I like Debo Samuel. I think he's a heck of a football player. I understand the business of sports. I understand that you want long-term stability when you're playing a sport as violent as football and a position at times as violent as running back. But the idea that he doesn't like how he's being used, you either don't know who you are or are in denial of who you are, or you're simply denying the whole idea that, look, he'd gladly be a running back if running backs were paid more than wide receivers. In the meantime, a wide receiver is a, a position where you can last longer uh, and, and, not, and be injured less and make more money. Where do I sign for that? That's what he wants. You know, this, there's a comedian. I forget what you... I remember hearing this. Sir Sean Connery. You guys know Sir Sean Connery, right? Sir Sean Connery. I mean, probably the best 007 there ever was. We okay with that? Right? Of course, he played the captain in the hunt for October, albeit, you know, with, with a very, very heavy accent. Uh, that was, you know, I, I don't know how that, that, that translation worked. But still, he's Sir Sean Connery. Of course, uh, he was in The Untouchables. I mean, you go through the movies. Sir Sean Connery. Connery. And Sir Sean Connery once played a dragon, or the voice of a dragon, in Dragonheart. And I remember a comedian saying this. Like, can you imagine the pitch to Sean Connery, right? He's at some chateau in England, and the phone rings, the telly rings. Sir, Sir, Sean, Sir Connery, the phone is for you. Yes, hello. Yes, this is Sir Sean Connery. You want me to play what? You want me to play an animated dragon? I'm Sir Sean Connery. I will, how much? Right? That's it. We all have a price for what we do. So the idea of, and it's not a sinister thing to say, uh, you can clearly overestimate, overvalue yourself, and it can become the height of silliness, but it's not crazy to say, hey, it is about the money. When people say it's about respect, generally that means money. They equate money to respect. You respect me, that's why you pay me. It's about role, Uh, that's about money, right? Because if you're the role of a wide receiver, you get paid more money than a running back. And now, respect and roll are, uh, are words that really mean money. Just give me the money. And just like Sir Sean Connery, you can call him and, and he can say he's not interested. But if you paid him top of the market, uh, how much? I'll be right over. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, It is Happy 420 Day. Uh, At 420 on the East Coast, we'll mention weed. Uh, I think we have the most weedless show in the country for 420. Uh, Ramos already celebrating 420. Uh, guys in the studio, come on, come on, John. Doug, um, I will say we have shut all of our blinds here in the studio. You know the blinds that you could look out into the street. Yeah, yeah. They're all shut so that we have the comfort of anonymity here in the studio for today at 120. It, it is. It is legal. In Southern California, John, I just it, oh, it's, it's hey, it's legal. <laughs> pull those, pull those blinds work. up. I believe frowned upon at work, but legal <laughs> in Southern California. You don't, you can go Elon Musk and Cheech and Chong all together. <laughs> I can't even see buyer that studio. Holy cow, what is going on there? The the smile from a buyer. He was. He was out sick yesterday, right? He did not look sick today. I was just high yesterday. That's, that's why. <laughs> I called him. I said, Danny, you coming in? Yeah, man. When are you coming in? I don't know, man. You got any Funyuns, man? It's like, no. It's like, how about some water? Yes. <laughs> uh, good NBA hoops last night. The Suns lost to the Pelicans. Devin Booker, two things happened. One, he hit a shot and then dapped a little baby. Which of course I did. I was I was thinking the why is there a little baby at the game? Like, what like get a sitter, get us. But it was cute. And then too, he he pulled his hamstring. Here, here's Monty Williams on his team's play after Devin Booker left. That was probably the worst we've ever looked in transition since I've been here. And for that to happen in a playoff game was a bit unsettling for everybody. Our guys have to understand that this team is going to play hard every possession. And we saw it in the third quarter. We missed a shot. They were taken off. And uh, that was a bit deflating. But that was the change in my eyes. And then they got hot from three. But the transition defensive balance wasn't there um, at any level tonight for us. Yeah, they, they, they struggled. And it's, you're, you're a different team. You know, I, I mean, I don't know if it's the Chris Paul curse or just the NBA. But have you guys ever thought of the litany? of remarkable, the, the remarkable litany of injuries that have decided 
NBA playoff series. I mean, heck, you go back to when, you know, Bird obviously hurt his back. I mean, you know, Isaiah Thomas liked to say, well, I, we, we, we beat the Celtics. You know, when we won, we beat the Celtics. Like, you, Larry, one year you didn't beat the Celtics, and then one year Larry Bird was out. You played him without Larry. Playing the Celtics without Larry Bird is playing the Bulls without Michael Jordan. You know? So let's, let's just kind of call it like it is. What led to the downfall of the Lakers' Showtime dynasty? Injuries. Right? Magic got hurt one year. Byron Scott got hurt one year. Obviously, Kareem got older. Even the end of, of Kobe and Shaq and the three-peat, like, let's remember, Rick Fox got hurt in that series, and I think Carl Malone got hurt in that series as well. I- injuries have been a part, like, go through it. And injuries have been such a gigantic part of the last 15 years of the NBA playoffs, right? First year, LeBron James and the Cavs get to the finals against the Golden State Warriors. Kyrie Irving gets hurt. Was it end of regulation or right into overtime? Right, he hurt his knee and he was out for the series. You know, when, you know, what's not pointed out about the Cavs' comeback against the Warriors is, yes, Draymond got suspended, but also Andrew Bogut got hurt. Didn't play in the last uh, three games of the NBA Finals. So the injuries are a are absolutely a reason, not an excuse, why teams don't win. Yes, John Rahm. No, I was gonna. I was telling Jason. I said, how many teams are one injury away from being just done in these playoffs? And and it's probably most of them, right? Yes. Yes, the March of Errors. That's slight. You lose a a player. I think fans, especially the Phoenix Suns fans who I've seen on Twitter for the past year, just like, you know, and they are, they're, they're, they won, what, over 60 games, but like, don't realize that to win the NBA title, so many things have to go your way, not just being a really good team, and Devin Booker's injury could be the one thing that just derails the whole, their whole well, he's, season. He's right? their best scorer, he's probably their best yeah. player, you know, so that's a, that's a, that's a big thing. Anybody loses that guy, and they, they're not likely to have that much of a chance. I mean, what happened to the Clippers last year is Kawhi Leonard you know, partial tear of the ACL. So that's That's, what we see. That's the other part of it, Doug, is because the Suns fans did not want to hear anything about the fortune Phoenix got on their way to the NBA Finals with Kawhi's injury, uh, with um, Anthony Davis going down, the Lakers being shorthanded. They don't want to hear any of that. But now, now the shoe's on the other foot. It's a completely different story. It it is a completely... Completely different story. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Dan Byer. He was out. He, he was out sick uh, yesterday. I'm, I'm struggling with that one though, right? What about the Russians who, like Maria Sharapova, was Russian, but like at a very young age she came and trained in the states. Like, does, does that mean she has to? She can't. She. I can't, don't know her case. I, I mean, obviously she can't. Yeah. She's not now because she was using. Remember, she was using the foreign substance or something. And uh, basically a steroid, and she got caught. But I'm just, I'm just, I wonder about because most players from Russia, Belarus, whatever, they leave their home country early in their teens or even before and train in the states. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what the. I'd be interested to see what the, uh, what the tennis federation does in regards to that. Uh, all right, let, let's let let's welcome in Rex Walters. Of course, played in the NBA, head coach in college. And um, he joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rex, let me start with the Booker injury. Um, Chris Paul missed some games last year, but Booker, if he's out, can the Suns get out of this series without Booker? They're going to have their hands full. There's no doubt about that. I mean, New Orleans, is their roster's different. I mean, they've got a great roster. David Griffin's done a good job. I don't know who they're going to have that can really guard Brandon Ingram. And I'm saying that with all due respect to Mikhail Bridges. Like, for a guy to go for 37, 11, and 9, like, he was really unstoppable. Can he do that three more times? That's the question. But he's got a great sidekick. And I don't know if he's a sidekick in C.J. McCollum. So, there's no question without Devin Booker, this is a different series, in my opinion. Um, I, I, would, I would agree. Let me get to... The, the Memphis and Minnesota game, right? Um, is this was game one just a one-off, or is this a, a, a series which you can see, you know, going the distance or close to? 
Well, a lot will all depend. See, Minnesota is really, really talented. My, my daughter actually works for the Timberwolves, so I don't have any inside information, but I have to root for them. Saying all that, they've not been through the wars. Memphis got a little bit of experience last year. I think Memphis is a tough, hard-nosed, physical, defensive. They play the right way. They move the basketball. Uh, Jock ja Morant was in the lane all night uh, the last game. So it'll, it'll be about the maturity of Minnesota. I think Minnesota likes to hit a lot of home runs. They, they try to play a little bit too much home run basketball, and that can get them in trouble. But their talent alone, when you talk about Ant, you talk about Cat, you talk about D'Angelo Russell, those are guys that if they get hot, they can win you one or two games just because of their talent and skill. I watch Golden State, and I thought if all healthy and all confident, you know, I have them coming out of the West. Uh, but, again, I'm still not sure that it's not the matchup. And, you know, Denver just not the same without Jamal Murray. Where are you watching the Warriors? Well, I'm with you on that. You know, without Murray and without Porter. I mean, those are two big-time big important people that allow Denver to stretch the floor, and now you can't just sit in Nikola Jokic's lap. Like, he has to work for everything. I think that Golden State is at their best when Draymond's guarding him. I do think that Golden State looks so good right now, and they are there. They're, they're great defensively. They can switch one through five at times, one through four. They are elite communication. They protect the paint, and they protect the rim without a shot blocker, but they do a great job. And then they're so hard to guard offensively with all their movement. You can't script the way that they play. But I think Denver being as outmanned right now and being so injured, they look even better than they normally would, but I would tend to agree, especially with Booker's status. And then can CP3, can he get through this whole playoffs? I mean, he's been really close. Uh, I always worry about a 36-year-old guy having to play, you know, four, seven-game series. No question about it. Rex Walters, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so, t- so tonight we have Celtics-Nets game two. And... Like, look, man, you played at the highest level of college. You played in the NBA. You know what it's like. There's, there's enough trash talk on the floor and worrying about that dynamic. You're always going to have somebody saying something in the stands. Uh, it's obviously heightened with Kyrie. And now, because he kind of because of his actions in game one, I think it'll trigger even more of these yahoos to yell things out of the stands. <laughs> what, what do you think of how Kyrie's handled it? Well, number one, Boston's def- definitely going to double down. I mean, it's going to be even crazy now because now they know they can get a reaction. You know, $50,000 is like playing a game of Pac-Man for you and I. It's a quarter, right? So $50,000 not a lot. But will the fine have ramifications for the next time if he does it again? Uh, I think Kyrie, uh, he did everything, but they, they just didn't get the win. If he gets the win, it's a win-win for him. I think now he's probably more focused Can he? Can he match that type of performance? And then can KD give them more? He had about as bad a playoff performance as he's going to have. Can he step up? But they're right there. I mean, they, they basically give up a dead layup. A Marcus Smart shooting a three over two guys or even one guy. Like for them, for two guys to run at Marcus Smart at the end of the game with five seconds left, leave their feet to allow Jason Tatum to get a layup, that was a killer. And it's two guys that haven't been in that situation, I think, for Brooklyn to win, they also got to do a much better job on the board. They got manhandled on the offensive glass. I think all the numbers say that Boston should win this series. They are, they're better across the board, their starting lineup and their bench. They're better defensively. They're better offensively. And for some crazy reason, I'm still rooting for Brooklyn because I want to watch KD and Kyrie for as long as possible. Uh, you, you, you and me both, although I, yeah, I, I think this is, man, is, there's so many levels of, of interest to it. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Who do you think he coached the Lakers? Oh, wow. You know, LeBron. LeBron might may do a Bill Russell and player coach. Like, that. that's a really tough job. I, I don't think people understand. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, kept it in-house a little bit when you talk about, you know, Fisdale being around LeBron. Someone that's got a relationship with LeBron, A.D., uh, you know, they've talked about Scotty Brooks as well uh, because of his relationship with Russell Westbrook. But will Russell Westbrook even be there? There's a, there's a lot of smoke and a lot of fire with that one. Uh, but I think it's going to come down to relationship. You know, Mark Jackson has, has got the, 
has got the, you know, the pat on the back from LeBron publicly. So um, the biggest thing is the, it's the roster more so than it is the coach. I hate to say that because I'm a, I'm a former coach and I, I respect coaching an awful lot, but they're old. They did not want to defend and they broke down a lot. So that's the bigger issue, more so than maybe the coach right now. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, that was the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I hypothesize that James Harden, though they're up two games to none, I, I feel like when, what, what KD said is what others feel, which is he doesn't look like he's the same anymore. Now, he said it obviously in the preseason when he came in out of shape. Um. But do you think James Harden will ever be back to the level he was previously? So let's think about that year, 2018-19. That team was built for him. Uh, Chris Paul played a secondary role. Clint Capella was strictly a role, a pick-and-roll guy for them. James Harden was playing at his highest level, his best year to date, 36 points, 7.5 assists, 6.6 rebounds. Had guys that were 3-and-D guys, P.J. Tucker, right? Aaron Gordon, not a D guy, but definitely a 3 guy. Carmelo, who they let go pretty early, Austin Rivers. I mean, they had a team that was built for him, and he was motivated, in shape. And here's the thing. At his age, like, when, when you break down and, and, and get to 32, 33, you don't jump any higher. You don't get any quicker. I, at 31, I was done. Like, he's a much better player than I ever dreamed of being. But I don't see how he can get back. And Philadelphia is not built for him. Even with Daryl Morey there, like, Joel and Bleed, is not a pick-and-roll guy. He's a pick-and-pop guy. He's a pick-and-roll guy. He's a pick-and-short-roll guy. And he's a guy you have to throw it to in the post. That's not James Harden's game. James wants to play high pick-and-roll in the middle third of the floor and then and then make plays from there. So, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to ever see the James Harden of old, but I do still think that he can be a guy that can be a second or third guy in Philadelphia if you have the right pieces around. Again, three and D guys, they've got a really good team. Uh, this year, they absolutely dominated Toronto. I think what guys like Tyrese Maxey's been able to do, Tobias Harris is very comfortable being a third and fourth scorer for that team. That you know James can still do that, and if he can defend at a high enough level, if they can defend at a high enough level, now you have a chance to come out of the East. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. How hard do you think it's going to be for Ben Simmons to get up and going, considering he hadn't played all year, and now you're you're dropped into the playoffs. Yeah, because it's so much more intense. I think he's exactly what the Nets need. They need a guy like if you just watch the Nets defensively in transition, one on one situations, having guys that haven't really been there before when you talk about Claxton, although he's got some playoff experience like Andre Drummond, they can't play him against against Boston because of all that their pick and pop fives can do. So they need another guy that, again, can facilitate, get downhill, get into the paint. But it's just a really, really difficult situation to step into in this part of the year when Boston is playing you know, so well uh, through the regular season. I don't think they played great, uh, per se, in the first game, but it was good enough to win. But, uh, yeah, it's a, that's a very, very difficult one. And if you think that Tyree was hearing it, goodness gracious, Ben Simmons is going to hear it too. I mean, he's basically taken about a year and a half off. For him to now step into a game like this, that's a lot of pressure. Oh, a, an immense amount of pressure and the, the speed and the pace of, the, of that uh, of of the game. Um, if you were going to pick a team from the East to come out of the East, we haven't even talked about Milwaukee or uh, or the Heat. Who would it be? Yeah, I would say it's either going to be Milwaukee. I think that, that Atlanta is going to be a lot more difficult on the road. I think Jimmy Butler with his 45 points, he was phenomenal. The other day, did it in every way. Did it in transition with runaheads. Did it from three, which is not something he normally does. Did it in the post. Did it in mid-range and then facilitated for his team. And it wasn't just a blowout game. I think, you know, they're a team as well. They, their movement wasn't great in the second game. In the first game, they were phenomenal offensively. And it's just as high level defensively. But I think at home for Atlanta, the shooters are going to step up a little bit more. They'll be a little bit more comfortable I would be shocked if Miami was able to sweep this thing. I do think that Milwaukee's in a really good situation. Chicago doesn't have Lonzo Ball. They're a little bit banged up. They haven't had success against the elite elite in the regular season, so they have to be questioning themselves a little bit. I would be surprised if Milwaukee didn't get out to East, but Miami could surprise people. As a Kansas guy, and of course I know you played for Roy there, 
Um, now we're a couple weeks removed. What's the feelings like to watch them win a national championship? Well, the first half, Doug, was really hard. I'm yelling at my screen like we're we're fouling the jump shooter. We're we're you know we're just playing really bad, just soft basketball. And Bill, he does an amazing job in terms of the halftime talk and getting guys to refocus. You know, is not as much of a yeller and screamer. I think anymore, especially at halftime, was very calm. And it was like night and day to see them in the second half. And it was great for me. Like, you know, Coach Williams was my coach at Kansas, so I, I couldn't root hard against North Carolina. It was fun for me to really root hard against the University of North Carolina. They, they think they're – the way that you probably think about Kansas, like Oklahoma State thinks the Kansas guys are stuck up. Well, you know, Kansas guys, we kind of think no, sometimes no, no, the Carolina compares, no, Nothing compares to the arrogance <laughs> of Tobacco Road, bro. Nothing. Thank you. D- Dukies Thank and you. Carolina guys, that's a, that's a special level of – our, our you-know-what doesn't stink. No question. So I'm glad you agree with me on that one because, uh, you know, I get tired of just when I see Carolina guys on the road, how they think they're – I played with Jerry Stackhouse. He just thought he was a little bit better because of where he came from. So it was a lot of fun for me to cheer against North Carolina all out 100% and not worry about the fact that my coach might lose a game. So that was a very, very cool thing to see Kansas come away with the, uh, with the championship. Rex, great stuff. Awesome insight. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk soon. You're the man, Doug. Take care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, every day this time, we like to get to stories uh, throughout the world of sports. We let Dan Byer have a little poetic license. We play games. Fire. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Game Time brought to you by Hustle Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their businesses. And first weekend, Joe's Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com. Find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. What do you got, Dan Byer? Doug, the game today is... Real news, fake news. All right, real news or fake news. The other side of the glass, pretty fired up today to get revenge on the Braves from last night. Is that real news or fake news, Doug? That sounds like real news. They're real and they're spectacular. (laughs) Oh, after Kenley Jansen shut down his former team in the ninth, Freddie Freeman has hit a two-run home run for the Dodgers. They lead the Braves the second right now. When Freeman went yard... Of course, Jason Stewart took it in stride. John Ramos did not. Up on his feet, uh, double birds everywhere, uh, flying to the Braves. That's what we. <laughs> that's what we've got right now in Dave's baseball. The Braves are number one. Oh, not number one. <laughs> got it. He gave him the Kyrie. Uh, real news or fake news? Double Kyrie. Yeah, real news or fake news, Doug? The Kansas City Chiefs are the front runners to acquire 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel and are willing to give up their first two round pick, first their two first round picks for him. Is that real news or fake news? Fake news. You are fake news. Josina Anderson says that the league source tells her that the Chiefs right now pretty much focused on the draft, and while they uh, they think Debo Samuel is a great player going to be focusing on the selection process next week instead no it's it's really simple i mean it's it's simple it's like do you want debo samuel yes do you want debo samuel at 25 million dollars a year for like three years guaranteed no no i'm all right I mean, we just had tyreek hill yeah why'd you why'd you let tyreek hill go because we had to pay our left tackle and our quarterback and some other guys so we bit the bullet and super talented tyreek hill it wasn't that we don't love him we just can't afford to pay everybody you know I, I, it's, it's a very simple equation, and what I would guess Ebo Samuel will do is he'll take himself out of the Super Bowl hunt, and the question becomes: Does he go somewhere? Does he want to play a more productive role? Because he's more productive in the role there than he, in San Francisco than he would be as a pure wide receiver. Real news or fake news, Doug? The Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa said, "Quote: I don't feel more pressure that we've acquired all these guys, but it's more of an opportunity." End quote. Did Tua say that? Is that real news or fake news? I'm going to say real. They're real oh, and they're yes. spectacular. Looking as it, looking at it as an opportunity for the QB to have Tyree Kill and uh, a bunch of other weapons around him in Miami. I, I mean, uh, look, Tyree Kill. Uh, I mean, excuse me. Um, Tua Tagovailoa has always said the right thing. Th- this is no different. Just say the right thing. Not a surprise. Real news or fake news, Doug? A minor league baseball game last night with a pitch clock finished in one hour and 12 minutes. Uh, that's fake news. You are fake news. That would news. be awesome if it did, though. <laughs> short. <laughs> that's short. A little too short. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this baby up. We're on our way. The sun hasn't even set yet. Let's. Uh, there, uh, Jeff Passon tweeted that uh, one of the games did take an hour and 54 minutes last night. So could be... Uh, with the uh, pitch clock on the horizon of Major League Baseball, you know, you could see it. Granted, there are other people who like to show up in the second inning, maybe not catch the first inning, but 
I don't know. I've always been. Uh, I always like to be there at the start of the game. Yeah, I. I, I think baseball. You got to be there to start. Baseball is. See the you big watch boppers come up. up. Yeah. You got to watch them warm up, and they get introduced. Doug, they're now pe- batting. <laughs> Where your angels? Angel, angel. Mike, Mike. Trout, trout. Right. <laughs> Doug, there were people last night at the Dodger game that got there in the fifth inning. They were finding their seats next to us in the fifth. It wasn't a big game at all. <laughs> I mean, it's only against the defending World, <laughs> World Champions, champions yep. who em- employ your former I mean, longtime closer. That- you turn around, right, Doug? At when It's the fifth inning. I'm like, I'm just going to head back home. Like, why would you even show up in the fifth inning? I mean, it's better than not showing at all. Well... That's true. And, and when you're saying show up, like next to you or, <laughs> or down in the low seats? Down in like the super yeah. expensive seats? No, no. We weren't in those seats. Because they have so, like, yeah, they have a, right. they have, that's the thing. Like if you've ever been to those super expensive areas, it, underneath the the stadiums, they have like bars and restaurants. And you're like, we go out there like, or we could have some more drinks. You're like, let's have some more drinks. And you don't have to move. Speaking of, did you see who was sitting in the pavilion last night? Uh, I did not. Kendrick Lamar. Now sitting <laughs> in the pavilion, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. He has a new album coming out. Coming out. Coming out. Uh, he has a new album coming out. I thought that was badass, by the way. Strategically placed. Real news or fake news? Detroit will host. Now batting. Where oh. are the California <laughs> Angels? It's PA. Brian Downing. Sorry. That's all right. Childhood. Hey, we love the PA announcer. Yes. Real news or fake news? Good character. Detroit yeah. will host the men's Big Ten tournament in hoops in 2024, with the women's tournament taking place in Detroit in 2023 and 2024. God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen this story, so the whole let me let me just do let shot in the cheat. dark. Yeah, uh, everybody. What does it's PA like announcer we- think about this? Story? <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Detroit, Detroit. <laughs> deserves nothing and gets everything. They do have a new arena. Could have it at little, well, newish Nobody, arena. and there's plenty of seats that haven't been sat in because the Pistons are there. Is right? it real news or fake news, Doug? Uh, <laughs> fake news. You are fake news. It is. Yeah. Minneapolis is actually getting in the rotation. So Minneapolis will hold uh, the men's event in 2024 and the women's event in 2023 and 2024. So. Uh, you know, they, they've been, they, uh, Duke won their second national championship. It was a couple years ago. The new dome is great. I mean, location is great. You know, obviously weather is problematic, but, I mean, it's like, what are our choices? Sure. And this will be at the Target Center. When are they getting to Vegas for the Final Four? That's what I want to know. Yeah, the Big Ten will play at the Target Center, the home of the Timberwolves. Uh, Real news or fake news, Doug? Pebble Beach has reached an agreement with the USGA to host uh, the U.S. Open four more times in addition to 2027 and 32, 37, and again in 44. Is that real news or fake news? He's got a... Four iron there, Jim. I believe. Yeah, no PA news. at a golf tournament. That's that's real, real news. Real they're real news. Gosh, and Doug they're is, spectacular. Doug is rolling today. Yes, 2027, 2032, 2037, yeah, and 2044. Dan 125 yards out. He's going to use a nine. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. And he'd use his eight, eight wedge. He'd use he's his eight, eight wedge. He's going to pitching wedge at 125 because he's got that in the bag. It's up. It's up. It's 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 in the hole. It's in the hole. Fire. <laughs> I will say, I've never had a hole in one, but I never want a hole in one in the wind where yes. it's like 150 yards and you said yes. you had to use a five iron. Like, because yeah. that, because that, you have change to. Change the story. Yeah. <laughs> change the story. Oh. I don't know. It's a pretty good golf story. You know, I was going in like Gale Force winds, you know, so I broke out the five iron. <laughs> Usually hit the five iron about 215. But, you know, this case, the wind was blowing. You know, most people were off the course. But you see, it was just too much wind for them. But, you know, I hit it up. I hit a high by. I usually hit a high, hit it back in the stance, low ball. Wind caught it. You know, it spun back. It just went in the hole. It's, listen, you know, it's 13. You guys know 13, right? You know, 13. <laughs> you know, 13 with the, with the little swale on the right and, the, the, and you know, get the landing area to the left. Sorry. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan Byer was sick yesterday, sick of playing golf. That's what he was. He was sick of playing golf. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Check out the latest lines. World of Sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wait to hear what Cooper Cup said about new wide receiver contracts. That's next. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 